Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. In the world of sports, the off-season is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie.com gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.com, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world, whether it's a game day parlay or a long shot winner. MyBookie's got you covered. Use pregame props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but the bonuses are insane. If you Sign up today at MyBookie.com and use our promo code DRINKINGBROS. You'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. That's 1000 bucks in extra cash when you make your first deposit with MyBookie using the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. What is up? Welcome to the baseball show. I am your host, Rob Fox, and I am joined, as always, by Dan Holloway. We have a, a very, uh, I guess, news-packed show today. It's the fucking trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends tomorrow and tomorrow afternoon. It's usually like 3 p.m. or something like that. Right. Yeah, it's like middle of the day. So yeah, everyone, it's some weird time. Everyone can get their news dump and shit like that. Uh, the biggest story so far, I made this doc this morning and I had to add this in literally like minutes ago. Uh, Max Scherzer pitched what is probably his final game for the Nationals this afternoon. Uh, six innings. I forget the number, but it was a really good start. And uh, he, very close to a deal with the Padres, the Nationals are. Wow. Sending Scherzer to the Padres. Uh, it appears the Padres are all the way the fuck in. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good sign. I don't know what they're giving up for this dude. I haven't seen any, uh, any new reports on it yet. But um, that's a big move for any team to bring on a, a multi-year Cy Young Award winning guy. and Yeah. He's got playoff experience. I mean, it's obviously that's a that's an interesting move. I a lot. Some people are talking about him going to the to the Giants. Like, I don't I don't know why you would do that when you have when your your starting pitching is going so well. You don't want to upset that any of that shit by adding someone new. I don't. I, look, there's some people that are great enough that I guess it wouldn't matter. I'm not sure Scherzer at 37 is one of those guys. I mean, he's still having. He's having a great year, yeah, sure. Like he's but he's still fucking Max Scherzer. Do you still want, do you want to disrupt your entire rotation to bring in a new guy when it's going that well? I think that's a mistake. And it's the same mistake that uh, Seattle made, and we'll get to that. Uh, that stupid-ass trade, too. Um, people are fucking pissed about that. Uh, <clears throat> but anyways, San Diego, they got you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. Blake Snell, and now if they get him, they have Scherzer. I mean, that's a that's a lights out fucking team. That's absolutely filthy. Not mm-hmm. to mention they have uh, Melanson leading the league in saves. Yeah. Good bullpen. Obviously, the lineup is already great. Got even better with uh, Adam Frazier mm-hmm. uh, from the Pirates. The Padres are, are uh, they're all in. And I think how much of this, like, look, obviously. You know that four man rotation. That's a that's a playoff rotation, right? That's mm-hmm. a that's a murderer's row. Uh, but how much of it do you think? I mean, a lot of this is they have to be look at where they are in the standings, third in the West, a, a lock for a wild card probably. I think the Reds are the closest team. They're five games behind, uh, but they don't want to play the wild card game. No, you don't want to play number one. I mean, I I guess if you're pitching, if your rotation is that good, I don't know if it really matters to be honest. It, like where you stop and start in the rotation is a big deal with seeding and Major League Baseball playoffs and uh, the off time and all that stuff. I don't know if it even matters to the Padres. 
if you've got those four guys, I mean, obviously you don't want to lead off a series with Blake Snell if you have those <laughs> right. other guys available. But he's he can he can do something. He can go out there and steal you a game, though, right? Yeah. So if you're getting to those longer series, you want to have that guy available. But you don't want to be in a playoff game. You don't want to waste a, one a of your low, starters game. on the on yeah. the end of the play end game. Rather, you don't right. want to you don't want to waste one of your starters on that. I'll give you that. Um, because in a, in a five game series, you throw your one and two out there and depending on the, how it goes down in the travel day and all that bullshit, your number one guy might not be ready for game three, right? And you got to throw in Snell or whomever the fuck else. Right. And Scherzer only gets one start and then it's kind of fucked for the rest of the playoffs, but also you don't right. want, you don't want that fucking coin flip because it's still a single baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. Anything can happen. Uh, and it'll be likely against the Dodgers or the Giants. <clears throat> Which is even worse, especially if the Giants hold on. Mm. And then what? You catch the Dodgers in a one-game playoffs? I mean, that's... I don't give a shit who you have on the mound. I mean, I don't, I don't know if the Padres can win the division, though. I don't... That's the thing. But I don't, the, what's, their, what's their schedule look like towards the end of the season? Who are they playing all their game, their divisional games against? Uh, check it out. See, I mean, it's going to be against the West mostly. The Dodgers and Giants are their last two series right. of the year. Uh, the Giant they play the Giants one, two, three, four. They play the Giants ten times uh, from September thirteenth through the end of the season. They play the Dodgers six times, and that and that and that's not great. They also play the Dodgers. They have another three game series coming up here soon uh, in August with the Dodgers. So it's. I mean, they can go on a run. They, they control their own destiny for sure. Like they, they yeah. have the ability to overcome both of these teams with that amount of games against them on, on, the, on the schedule. But who, what the fuck, man? Is that, is that the expectation? You know, they might get a break. They catch three against the Cardinals and three against the Braves. And that, but they, yeah, but you've got to win. If you're, if two you're against the Angels. If you're in playoff contention like that, you've got to win those games you're supposed to win. Right. Right. You have to win those games, and then you've got to steal some, too, if you're behind. So they're five and a half games out right now. They, they don't have any layups in September. They, I mean, like, they have one game against the D-backs, which is apparent, looks to be the last game of a series or whatever. Then they catch the Astros for three, which is fucking brutal. Mm. Uh, the Angels, they get two games against the Angels. So that's that's... Probably their best breather in the month of September. So yeah, they need every. I mean, they need all hands on deck if they even want to dream about not getting in the in the playing game. But uh, Max Scherzer to the Padres seems everyone seems to think that's a done deal. I can't argue with it. The only downside is that th- he is in the last year of his contract, so this is a half season rental. Uh, yeah, for sure, because he's going to get. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest, he probably signs what a two year contract after this. I would guess, yeah, somebody, two to three years, probably. Or like 30. I mean, it, it depends on if somebody's willing to give him a fucking a cascading like back-end right. deal or something. But I mean, he's not slowing down. 283 ERA, 12Ks uh, per nine. Like, Have we seen any pitchers go full Brady? Right? Like, uh, is, is anybody, has anybody really done that yet in this month? Because a lot of people are, have been talking late, recently <clears throat> Now the football season getting ready to start again about Tom Brady and his longevity and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are, you know, giving a lot of credit to modern science, right. health, fitness, etc. cetera. Uh, is that something that can translate to a baseball pitcher as well? Somebody that isn't doing, isn't getting hit a lot. Obviously, running backs in the NFL are not going to all of a sudden start playing an average of 15 years. This is not going to happen, right? Right. But baseball pitchers, I mean, the... 
a good major league baseball pitcher has a pretty long career, like 11, 12 years is probably the average for somebody that has good success and Mm -hmm. doesn't have an injury situation. So are we going to now see that extend to 14, 15 year average careers, which means some guys are pitching for 20 years or more, right? It's weird with a quarterback versus a pitcher because I guess quarterbacks are getting hit and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. pitchers are probably putting more stress throwing wise. Right. Right. So there's more stress in one, two specific areas, I guess, like shoulder and elbow Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Uh, So I don't know. It it really like how much of Brady's, how much of Brady's like magic stretching and weird fucking diet Mm -hmm. have to do specifically with throwing so much as just de-aging in general? Because I don't think aging is ever really the pitcher's problem. It's little no, wear no. and tear. Yeah, yeah. You, we've seen some fat piece of shit pitchers have great success. Bartolo Colon. Over a long yeah. period of time, right? I mean, David Wells was a guy like that. Even CeCe Zabathia was severely overweight for most of his career. Yeah. And uh, still had a lot of success. I mean, I'm sure it has something. I'm sure there's something to be said for their uh, stamina after a while. But, man, I mean, these, some of these offensive linemen will, they, they, they walk around with an extra 40 to 50 pounds of fat and muscle for 10 to 12 years at a time, right? And yeah. they don't seem to be phased by, by staying in shape, right? Like, they're still in cardiovascular shape despite carrying around all the extra weight. Uh, so I'm sure there's something pitchers could do to avoid that stuff. The wear and tear on the shoulder specifically might be a problem. Uh, I think the Tommy John thing has cured the career-ending elbow injury for the most part, unless you've got – I mean, it's got to be bad, right? Right. Uh, but the shoulder thing, there's only so much you can do. I don't, there isn't a, I don't think there's a version of the shoulder replacement that exists. that's like the hip replacement that is technologically advanced to continue to do athletic activity after you have to get that shit replaced. Yeah. I don't think that exists. And, and when it does, <laughs> fuck's that going to look like you're going to have a guy throwing 600 miles per hour or some shit. Uh, there was a, uh, a prospect today. I fuck. I just forgot for who, uh, I saw it on Reddit, uh, topped out at 104 in a game. 104 what's chip. the what's the high is it 106 or some shit in the majors or 10 103.1 i think jordan hicks for the cardinals was hitting like 102 103 but i can't remember hmm. uh but this dude was uh topping out at 104 in a minor league game so what's his name uh i will have to look at it on reddit but i'm, hmm. I'm gonna get to the next one if okay. you can google it yeah. probably find it uh next up the Yankees making moves. Uh, only one major one so far. They got uh, Joey Gallo from the Rangers. Hunter Green. Was that his name? He did it in fucking spring training, actually, in March. Oh, well, some kid just did it. Like, it's yesterday. him again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees. He plays for the Louisville Bats. It's a good name. Yeah, that is a good name. Anyways, the Yankees got Gallo. Uh, I don't... Look, I, you, if you're a, Yankee or a Yankees fan, you definitely want to see Joey Gallo in Yankee Stadium as much as possible. Yeah, right. Uh, although he's not a dead pole hitter either. Uh, he hits a lot of balls to right center, but even then, in Yankee Stadium, if you're pulling the ball on your left-hander, you're doing pretty well there. You know, they had high hopes for uh, Brian McCann doing that when they signed him. He's a line drive guy. Yeah, he kind of didn't. And uh, also the shift kind of fucked him up. Here's my question, though. Like, does it matter? Are the Yankees going to, like, <clears throat> make the playoffs even? They're nine games out of the division. I don't have high hopes I don't for that. Think, I don't think they got Joey Gallo for this year. I think they yeah. want to have a murderer's row lineup next year. And then maybe, uh, 
give it a test for the next two months and see if that lineup looks good together. And if it does, maybe look at some of those young guys in the farm system and decide you can trade them for starting pitching they can have right now. Right? Yeah. That's probably what their strategy is. And it's not a bad one either. I mean, just because you're not in contention this year doesn't mean it's not a good time to make deals for the future of your fucking franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, fair. It's just, we, we always make this binary between buyers and sellers, but that's not really how reality works. Like you still got to get shit done. Now either like the Braves should be trying to, uh, leverage some of their starting pitcher uh, because they have a fuck ton in their farm system. Like not even just the ones that we all know about. There's even more coming up the pipe. So they need to start leveraging those motherfuckers for people that are going to be able to hit the baseball and score runs. They need two outfielders at a minimum right now that are legit major league outfielders. They don't, they have one uh, and he's hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's out for probably the start of next season. Maybe, yeah, right? So it depends on his rehab. So they need outfielders that can play fucking baseball, right? Uh, they can hit, they can score, I think drive and run. Jock's under contract, so I think we have two technically. Yeah, but he's going to end up a platoon guy, right, at some point, for sure. So that's, and that's fine, but you need another one of him. There, there are a lot of reasons to be making moves if you're the Braves right now that don't include thinking you're going to win the World Series win this, this year. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the Yankees are only three games out of the wild card, and for them, they might be they might feel okay doing a coin flip for. It doesn't matter with their rotation; it sucks anyways. They're just right. going to have to go in and try to out hit people. That's the only way they're going to win, right? So, I mean, what do they care? It doesn't. They're seeding. That's just one more game they got to play, I guess. But yeah, who cares? I mean, they if they actually finally get you know full healthy years out of Stanton and Judge at some point plus Gallo, yeah, that's what a hundred and twenty home runs like minimum yeah like bare minimum just from those three guys yeah. gallo it should be noted by the way they they're totally this is a weird thing by the way with the with the yankees in terms of how they're constructed right now considering mm. their ballpark gallo has more home runs than they're every left-handed hitter on the yankees combined well i mean the biggest part of that is obviously that uh the yankees first baseman has uh been hurt all year and when he has luke yeah v- luke uh, Voigt, Voigt, yeah. yeah he was he was kind of um he had a big year in uh in well the last like 19 and 20 yeah uh i guess even during the strike shorten or strike even during the covid shortened season he still had 20 home runs and like 200 at bats 22 and 213 actually which is better than uh home run every 10 at bats which is you've only seen those seasons from babe ruth mickey mantle Roger Maris, and then during the steroid era. Right. You've never, ever seen it anywhere other than that. So he had a great year last year, but this year, he's only, he's only played in 29 games this year. Yeah, he has like He's played in like yet. a, what, a, what is that? Almost a quarter, I guess. Yeah. Or almost a third, I guess. He, and he hasn't been good. He was never right. He, he was on my fancy team, so I mm. watched him pretty closely. I had, to cut, I had to kind of cut and run eventually. Like yeah. he was just, he's just kind of dead this year. It's a lost season for Voight. Uh, and I think, yeah, you're right. The Yankees probably want Gallo they're probably looking beyond this season, but also, uh, I don't know. It'll, make the, it'll probably make the fans a little happy if they just get in, right? Maybe. Little- I mean, it's New York. You don't want to fucking not be in the playoffs. And anything can happen once you get in. I mean, we've seen teams like uh, the Marlins twice that had no business even being there right. that had good success. So we'll see, I guess. Uh, next up, uh, we talked about Adam Frazier a little bit. He also went to the Padres. Uh, I actually was pretty fascinated by his numbers. 127 WRC plus. It's all on base percentage. And, and uh, even though he doesn't hit a lot of home runs, only four home runs, 28 doubles this year. Yep. So good speed, good 
just gap power, I guess you could say. I mean, it's that team's awesome. I'm not going to belay the point on that. But uh, this one, this next one, I'm really interested to see what this team does even more so because mm. they have been in, from what I've been seeing and reading, they've been in on a fuck ton of people. The Rays traded for Nelson Cruz, which is a very non-Tampa Bay Rays type move. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's still got years on his contract, though, right? Uh, I don't think they would make a trade if he didn't, but maybe, who knows? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's not really what they do. They don't really go out and... No, he's on a one-year deal. Mm. Well, maybe that's attractive, too. Maybe just for this year, they want to see what they can do. But uh, I don't even think... For me, serious contenders for the World Series this year, I don't know if I include Tampa Bay in that discussion right now. The, the, the people that showed out for them in the playoffs last year want, either aren't there or not doing what they did last year right yeah, now. Yeah, but that's like typical Tampa Bay shit. It is. Right? They do kind of grind it out during the year. I mean, uh, Wander Fran- Franco, who's, who's come up recently, he's hitting 220, but he does seem, I mean, that, that kid's going to be uh, a legit baseball player. There's no yeah. question about that. Uh, the guy that bothers me is the Rose Arena. He has regressed big time. And it's not like he's doing it at 22 after a breakout rookie year. He's 26 right. years old. Dude, but, you know, with the Rays, it's, like, fucking weird. Like, you remember who powered them to their first World Series appearance? It was fucking BJ Upton, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's never really, like, the one star they've ever had, Evan Longoria or uh, uh, Crawford. What was his first name? Crawford? Brandon Crawford? Was that Uh, it? No, Brandon Crawford is the giant shortstop. Yeah, yeah, Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford. I'm sorry, Carl Crawford. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> those guys never powered them to anything, even though those were like their two legit superstars. Right. David Price would be the other one, but he was like a rookie that year. Yeah. Uh, like they just get random performances from people. I, to me, this is one of the most aggressive moves the Rays have probably made in their entire franchise history. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to me and we'll get into this later, but they're in on a lot of people too. I, I kind of think this is my, this is my, um, well, first off, do you like the move? Because I really do. I love the Nelly Cruz move. Playoff experience, veteran that uh, yeah, yeah. special Latino players I, love. I think he fits in with that club very well because <clears throat> I, I couldn't imagine Nelson Cruz playing for the Yankees. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it just wouldn't make, like, with the type of organization it is, the, the attitude in the locker room and shit like that. Uh, he seems more like a small market team kind of guy. 100%. Like, and he, he has been his yeah. whole career. And he's, he's also, he also happens to be extremely poised, and uh, I'm sure he's a good locker room presence. Like yes. he, you can see him at the plate having fun still at 41 years old and not, yeah. not getting rattled by anything and shit like that. He's definitely a good presence. I don't know what that's going to manifest into, to be honest. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but that's the thing with fucking Tampa Bay. Nobody ever considers them a threat. Right. And maybe that's why they fucking do well. Uh, I think the White Sox are a big problem for everybody over there. I'm not so sure about the Red Sox necessarily. They're, they hit really well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not so sure the, about that pitching staff. The Red Sox, to me, are the flukiest yeah. team. It seems middle. The pitching staff, to me, seems like they're overperforming right now, and yeah. that shit doesn't last into the playoffs. But the White Sox and the fucking Astros are very good baseball teams. Those are those like top two, to bottom baseball yeah. teams. Like those two teams feel like juggernauts to me. We'll get yeah. into the White Sox in a second. <laughs> uh, weirdly, the Met, the Rays also sent Rich Hill to the Mets, which is bizarre to me. I think the Mets just need anything to like fill gaps right now. Yeah, maybe. I don't think Cindergard's going to come back at all. Like he he's been delayed, delayed, delayed. The Mets don't have a lot of pitching. I will just say this: if you're a Major League Baseball team. 
considering uh, making a trade with the Rays, you will lose that trade. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Uh, if you're... What, what's that old maxim? If you're sitting at a poker table and you don't see the sucker, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Right? They don't make bad deals. Ever. If you look, if you look down the list of the worst trade deals in, in Major League Baseball history, you're not going to find them. Unless, unless they're on the receiving end of the, the good part, right? Yeah. At no point would I feel good about a major trade with the Rays nah, if I was on the other end of it. Yeah, it's like somebody that's too, ex- too excited about something. You're like, what are, you, are you trying to trick me or what is happening here? I wouldn't <laughs> trust these assholes at all. Uh, but I, I do understand <clears throat> the Mets um, just needing to fill a gap. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if the Rays fucking stole someone mm-hmm. out of their farm. Uh, the A's. Dude, it, this is what's exciting to me, actually, about this trade deadline so far. I know there's big names moving. But the two teams that kind of never do it are making moves. Yeah. The Rays and then the A's uh, trade for Starling Marte from the Marlins and Andrew uh, Chafin from the Cubs. Uh, Marte's 22 stolen bases, uh, 405 on base percentage. Chafin's a great reliever. Like the A's are, are, are and the, Marte plays good defense too. Like these two teams are, are not fucking around. Like they, I don't know why, but they feel like this year there's something there. Maybe. I mean, Oakland's only six games out of first. They're not going to catch Houston in the West. I, uh, I don't think, but they, they are in a wild card spot right yeah, now. Yeah, they're definitely going to win the, one of the wild card spots, especially after these moves. Um, not, not so sure who uh, any of their starting pitchers are. I'm looking at their roster right now. I have no idea who any of these guys are. Uh, Sean Manea. Yeah. I've grabbed him a couple times on the waiver a, wire in fantasy. He's having a really good year. Yeah, he's uh, done all right. Chris Bassett who is 32 years old, and I guess he's been in the league for a little while now. 10-3 uh, and three with a 346 ERA. Never heard of him. Um, and this is what these, these franchises do. That's why, it's, uh, that's why it stands out what they're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, Starling Marte is a pretty good player, right? And he's an exciting player. I like yeah. him a lot. And they have, I mean, they're, look, they're, the rest of their team aren't a bunch of fucking scrubs. Matt Olson's a good player. Uh, he was in the home run derby, right? I think he's got like 26 home runs right now. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's, he's well. yeah, he's doing really well. Like, they, it's, the, it's the A's. They Jed do. Lowry, Matt Chapman, good players. Elvis Andrews plays great defense. And now you're going to, you got Mitch Moreland at DH, and he's not doing a lot right now, but he can fucking hit a lot of home runs. If you end up matched up with the Yankees in the fucking playoffs, that's <laughs> right. a good guy to have on your fucking team, right? Yeah. So, or if you end up matched up against, uh, 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 I guess, the Red Sox as well, it's a good guy to have on your team. Uh, Starling Marte is is a I, I'm 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 surprised by this move to be honest. It's it's also not in Oakland's DNA to be doing shit like this, and all of a sudden now they're they're buyers. I mean, no. even at the fucking the 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 A's have made the playoffs after looking like sellers at the trade deadline yeah. before, like yeah. in our lifetime, multiple times. Yeah, like at the I think '03 and '04 they sold people at the deadline. Well, that one year that they, the Moneyball year, right. uh, they fucking sold Carlos Gonzalez at the fucking, uh, their first baseman, yeah. at the fucking, just because he was a cunt, I guess, or whatever. No, it's because. Oh, no, it's because they wanted to bring in uh, Hatterberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, they've made moves like that a lot and still managed to be successful. So maybe Oakland's another team you shouldn't be trading with. I don't know. They're definitely, yeah, at this point, they're not as bad as the, not as like questionable as the Rays, where I feel like I'd be getting totally fucked, but they're pretty bad. The, the other thing that's interesting to me, is that these teams typically, uh, like the A's and the Rays type of teams, they're not big running teams. Yeah. And, I mean, 
that's kind of what you have Marte for. I mean, they like the on-base percentage, but Marte's going to run. I'm sure it's more the on-base percentage uh, for him, to be honest. Yeah. We'll see. He hasn't played a game with him yet, has he? I think he just got sent over. Uh, I don't know if he's saw, seen the field Let's for see. them yet. No, not yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious where they're going to hit him in the lineup. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, but I mean, with the on-base percentage and the speed, you've got to think it's in the top two, right? Maybe I don't. Let's see what their normal lineup is. I gotta look. Um, it is. Uh, it's always I. I assume that they had a plan, right? Yes. When they brought him in, <laughs> right? To to bat him in a certain position, I, I would hope so. If you're making deals, this whole thing going on with Aaron Rodgers and the way he's discussing, all I wanted was a say, and then the general manager comes out the next day and says, well, you do have a say. I'm just going to do what I want. That's not having a say, motherfucker. You think you're smarter <laughs> about who's going to catch more balls than Aaron Rodgers is? You're stupid. Anyways, um, you would think that baseball managers probably have some kind of fucking say in what players they're going to get because they're the ones that have to set the lineups and shit. Right. Um, Canna has been leading off for them. Mm-hmm. Olsen third, Lowry fourth. And Laureano has been hitting second a lot. That's probably where I, you assume Marte is going to go to center, right? Or left, maybe. He, uh, he can play either, but I don't know yeah. if you're, I don't know which one of these dudes you're taking off the field. Probably. Because Laureano has been hitting really well this year, too. Yeah, he's hitting 245. I have to check the, uh, the actual numbers on, on fan graphs. But mm-hmm. I mean, Marte's, you got to think Marte's taking one of those two top spots. He's going to be first or second, yeah. So that'll be interesting because it'll be him and probably they'll, they may have platoon him. They may have a three way platoon where Marte is always in the lineup and one of these other two guys is in the other right. position. Uh, but then you got Matt Olson, Jed Lowry's a good fucking. He doesn't, he always comes in at 260, but he's always got a good on base percentage. That's why he's still in Oakland. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Chapman can fucking rake. Uh, he just hit a three run over the other day, I think. I mean, he's, this is, uh, Oakland becomes an interesting team because. No one's going to take him seriously, no matter how much everybody always says they do. Like, oh, no, we're taking him. They never do. Right. They have a bunch of no-name starting pitchers who are fucking, uh, you know, having lights out years. And now you're out Andrew Chafin in the bullpen. And psychology is more contagious than any virus you could ever imagine. You bring a guy in that's had a lot of success in a year. A guy, he's like white hot. Like if Melanson were to go to another team right now, they would probably win the World Series, to be honest. Like, if, he, if the Dodgers somehow were able to get him, yeah. they would 100% win, and there's nothing you could do to stop him. Guy like Chafin that's on a roll comes in, good chance you're going to see something like that, but I don't think Oakland's got the fucking juice to take it all the way here. Well, the, that and the AL's just fucking stacked. Yeah, but I mean, if you make it out of the AL, you still got to deal with the fucking, either the Giants pitching staff or the Dodgers lineup. Or, or fucking the, the both of those things for the Padres if they get Scherzer. I mean, right. There's no good, good, no good answers here. No, as there should be for when you make the World Series, right? For sure, but this might be one of the most competitive years for baseball in a long time. It's going to be a good fucking playoffs this year. I don't remember the last time that I couldn't pick two or three teams that I thought for sure would be in the World Series. Like, usually there's one clear-cut favorite in one league, and then the other league, there's maybe two. Yeah. This year, I think there's like six different teams that that haven't, not just a legit shot, but a pretty good shot of making the World Series. And as far as I saw, by the way, the odds don't bear that out yet. The odds are still overwhelmingly Dodger. And then the White Sox, I think, are third, like plus 800 or something. I can't remember. But it's, it's, the odds don't quite bear that out in terms of like anyone being able to do anything. It, it might change after the, the trade deadline might uh, shake things up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, the Brewers made a move for uh, Eduardo Escobar. 
they're looking for any offense they can get, and they're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. 22 home runs, but only a 105 WRC+. plus Doesn't mm. get on base, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the White Sox made an interesting interdivision move with the Indians. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, 18 home runs, good defense. But again, he's the same way. Doesn't do anything <laughs> other than... Yeah, he he hits a lot of home runs with uh with that don't matter. Yeah, like early in games with no one on or in blowouts, one way or the other. And he's already it's already his career high. Yeah, I don't. That move's got to be like purely defensive. I mean, the home runs are interesting, but it may be or pinch hitting. I mean, if yeah. you're a, if you're a um, if you're an American League team and you think like, hey, we're gonna be in the World Series, you're not used to carrying an extra hitter like that on on your roster. Yeah, right. But now with the expanded rosters, with COVID going on, I think it's up to 27 instead of just 25 like it normally is mm-hmm. uh, on the active roster. And then, again, it's going to expand instead of to 40, I think, to 50 or some shit in September this year. Yeah. Now you can start fucking using your interleague games or even just in general giving the guys uh, just pinch hitting for him and let him take the field because he is a great defender. Uh, uh, get used to pinch hitting. It's not a bad thing, to be yeah. honest. And it's not something that the American League has really done in the past. To be honest, I don't know why. They only have to fucking do it in the World Series, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they don't really... They have to do it during interleague in the National League, but they don't really care. Right. Right? Like, they don't give a fuck about that. You don't, you're not going to see a guy, like, that's just a pinch hitter on an American League roster. No. That doesn't exist. In the National League, I, I would bet half, te- half the teams have one of those guys. Yeah. Super utility yeah. guy. That's, that's why... Uh, although, it's weird that actually Ben Zobrist, before everything happened, Ben Zobrist, uh, made his bones in the American League, for the most part, because he's, like, mm-hmm. the most perfect National League player that ever existed. Yeah. Uh, and they had two of them on the same team, him and Chris Bryant. Yeah. Uh, the White Sox also got uh, Ryan Tapera from the Cubs. The Cubs are fully selling. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they haven't sold fucking uh, Kimbrell yet. Uh, they haven't sold Kimbrell, uh, Bryant, or Rizzo, but Bryant and Rizzo didn't play today. Yeah. And uh, I think they're going. But uh, the White Sox added another piece to their bullpen, like with Tapera, 291. I mean, like, the White Sox are gearing up. The White Sox, I think, maybe more than any American League team, know that this is the fucking year. Mm. For LaRusse is there. They've got the fucking... They've got everything you could want in the rotation with Radon and Giolito up top. They've got... Uh, what's this fucking nuts at the closer role that I can't remember the name of ever, um, even though he's on my fantasy team. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Liam Hendricks. Mm. Uh, like, they're, they're beefing up everything. <laughs> uh, and then the Astros got uh, Yimmy Garcia from the Marlins. So they a little extra bullpen help. The Blue Jays made an interesting move. Uh, yeah, Brad Hand is—he's uh, been on fire this year. That's what I'm talking about. When you get uh, a reliever that's on fire like that, I mean, I remember what Fred McGriff did for the Braves lineup in '93 when they brought him in. He came in in his first game, the goddamn press box caught on fire, and he had two home runs. Yeah. And the Braves went on a fucking run. That was when they overcame that 13-game division lead from the Giants, right? I believe they had to win that division with like 104 games or something. Yeah, because like on the last day, it was the Dodgers. And they fucking uh, they beat the Dodgers and the Giants lost to somebody. Yeah. I, don't remember, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, it was that was a crazy year. But it was all infectious from one white hot motherfucker coming over, and that that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. So that that's an interesting one because look, the Blue Jays can fucking score runs, man. Uh, they they've got a pretty talented young lineup. I don't know. They're not bad. Uh, they're not a bad pitching team either. Like they're no, really- they're not. But they're ten and a half games out. So they've got to they've got to jump the Yankees and hope that nobody uh, from the the Central makes a run because yeah. if they do, then that they're not going to get another. They're, they they would be in a playoff game. That's the best case scenario for them. I yeah. So they're four and a half games out of the wild card. And to be <clears> fair, 
two of the three teams in front of them, I'm not very scared of, which would be the Yankees and Mariners. Right. Don't really care about either of those two teams. The A's and the Rays and the uh, Red Sox, who are only two games ahead of the Rays, those teams, problematic, I would, yeah. I would say. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know about the... I've, I, for some reason, I feel like the Red Sox are going to collapse at some point. It feels like but, they're just fake. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel real. Yeah, it seems, it seems like uh, just like an empty shell there. It and certainly doesn't feel like they planned for this. No, well, I mean, how could they? They, just, they? they basically punted on last year entirely when their manager got suspended, right? <laughs> right. And then you got to think bringing him back in, in the middle of a soft rebuild, you're not going to fucking come out and lead the AL East of all divisions in baseball, right? right. I mean, that's crazy. But here we are. I, this... Brad Hand is another guy, though. He's on a fucking, this is his, he's on a one-year deal. Yeah. So this isn't like they're trying to stack for the future. Or anything. They're trying to win this year. It's really interesting. They're two games above 500 and uh, 10 and a half games out of first, but they're, how, how far back are they, the Yankees? Four and a, they're four and a half out of the wild card. So they're, they're a game and a half behind the Yankees, four and a half out of the wild card. That is doable, for sure. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, they're getting... I kind of don't blame them. They're getting career years out of, obviously, Vlad Guerrero and uh, Marcus uh, Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, but they're going to continue to get career years out of Guerrero. I don't know about Simeon. Yeah. He's actually had a lot of good years in Oakland, too, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, it, it's an interesting team. Kevin Biggio has been disappointing. Um, uh, who's the other fucking son of somebody that's on that team? Uh, Dante Bichette. Yeah, yeah, Bo Bichette's having a good year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a, he's in a, he's gets overshadowed by... Tati's Jr. and maybe he should. I mean, Tati's Jr. is an incredible player, but Boba Shett's no fucking. He's no. He's no slouch. He's a. He's a legit fucking player. Yeah. And uh, I, I Shoei Otani fucked me over, because uh, I put money on Vlad Guerrero Jr. to win the MVP, and there's no fucking way. Not a chance. He's Not without won. an injury. Yeah. Yeah. There's, unless Otani doesn't play another game for the rest of the season, <laughs> then that's not happening. So we'll see. He's gonna hit like fifty. Four fifty-five home runs, probably. Is unless he, he gets hurt. What's he on pace? For? Sixty right now. Okay. So he will probably hit somewhere in that range. Although I don't know what his, I don't know if he's one of those guys that gets stronger down the stretch either. So we'll see. Um, but he, it's going to be a minimum of somewhere in that low fifties range, and he's going to end up with a sub four ERA and and a probably a seventy percent winning percentage. Yeah. If it continues like this, I, I mean, I believe I read something today about Shohei Otani that said he for. Um, I want to say maybe it was either OPS plus or WRC plus. He was having the year of an average Mickey Mantle season. And for his ERA plus, he was having the year of an average uh, Pedro Martinez season. Okay, cool. (laughs) So So definitely he fucked me over. Yeah, he is a uh, God King. Uh, Now I'm getting some rumors. People who haven't been moved yet. Mm -hmm. I actually have to take Scherzer off this list because he's probably gone. Um well, we'll see. Nothing's ever done until it's done. Right. Uh, Scherzer, by the way, did... Uh, oh, breaking news. Uh, that is not baseball, by the way. The SEC has officially voted to invite Texas and OU. Oh, cool. So they're going to have a slumber party or some shit now? Yes. That's how it works, actually. I went to the Missouri one. It was pretty sweet. Mm. Oh, that's going to backfire. That's not going to be good for anybody. No. No, that's how you don't get a ring. I can see, uh, I can see AD right now clapping his hands together in the low post, and uh, Russell just dribbling and staring at the basket. Yeah, like that should be the new logo for the Lakers if they're <laughs> gonna make that deal. Are you fucking kidding me, that's dude? The worst possible point guard you could trade for. The worst possible one. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, all right, back to baseball, speaking of trades. Chris Bryant, I think, is the biggest name yet to be traded, who mm. is probably going to be <clears throat> traded. Uh, there's another team that's looking to make moves that I'm excited about, and that's the Giants. The Giants are in on Bryant. They were exploring Scherzer a little bit, mm. probably not going to get him now. Uh, but the Chris Bryant leading candidates, Giants, the fucking Rays, which is incredible, uh, the Mets and the Phillies. Hmm. Chris Bryant on the Rays. I could see it. I mean, but he's still got years left, right? Like uh, two years, I think? I think this is maybe the last year. Is oh, is it? But I'm not or is this the last year of a rookie? Rizzo and Javi Baez are on the last year. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the last year. Uh, the, he's on a one-year contract okay. right now. He did one year, 19 uh, million for this year. So he is, hmm. he's a free agent next year. Well, I mean, the Giants make the most sense. I don't know if any of these other organizations have the, uh, have the, the shit that, right. that they're going to want over there. I mean, Chicago is probably, if you go to a, an organization like the Giants, you're going to ask for assets plus to pay some, pay his salary. You're not getting, doing any salary offset for this motherfucker, right? Well, Considering how, considering the fact that the Giants, it, it is a literal rental, mm. I would guess that actually the Giants would probably, yeah, I guess it just depends what the Cubs are willing to get, what the Giants are willing to offer. The Giants might be like, all right, we'll give you something if you eat contract. Mm, maybe. But, uh, but otherwise, like, why would we give you more for like th- that, this much for this, like that little time? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's, there's, a, there's a lot he could do on that team. I feel like that's probably the best bet for him, but. You know, do you, I don't know what kind of person he is. Would you really want to live in San? That would make a difference for me for sure. I would never, there's no, I don't, there's no amount of money you could pay me to play in San Francisco. I've lived there before. Fuck that place. He's only got to live in a hotel there or an Airbnb or something. Like he doesn't have to like do real, he doesn't have to like live a real life there. Yeah. I would not, uh, not get involved in all that. That's the team I'd like to see him go to the most, especially because this is pretty much the last time for the Giants to run it back with this talent pool. Right. Well, I mean, there's only, it's only Buster Posey and Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford left from the second one. Uh, and only Buster Posey from the first, Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford from the first one. I right? think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, that would be a 10-year stretch where they won four World, World Series. How do you not consider that a dynasty? It's a literal, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's like... The most underwhelming, forgotten dynasty yeah. of all time, but it's a fucking dynasty. Yeah, that's weird. People would kill to have ten, four, four World Series in ten years. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? The Braves only got one in ten years, and the best they only got one in fourteen division titles. Right. God damn it! Yeah, it's fucking incredible. And the, what the Giants would be—they didn't even win their division for every World Series. No. They were the wild card for yeah. at least one of them. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Maybe two of them, depending on what happens. Chris Bryant. I'm hoping the Giants or the Rays. I'd love them on the Rays. Uh, and I feel like the Rays would do the best job of giving up nothing to get a half-year rental for him. Mm. And I actually think he would be down to go to the Rays. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I, he's, he wants to win. Like, I think he'd just enjoy the Rays. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers looking to add. They're looking at Trevor Story, Josh Donaldson, and, uh, and uh, Kyle Gibson, the pitcher. Mm. Um, what, uh, what do you think? They're, they haven't done much so far. <clears throat> they're, cl- they're in command of that division of the NL Central. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you want, they, they're obviously looking for some right-handed help, and, and Yelich is, I think he's hurt again, right? Or he tested positive he, for COVID, COVID or some shit. Yeah. yeah, so he's been, this has been a lot forgotten season for him. 
But they've definitely been looking for right-handed power all year. A lot of people have, actually. I mean, the Braves are still looking for right-handed power. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they – I heard they reached out uh, for um, – what's his name? Pat uh, Duvall. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Yeah. The Marlins. The, the Marlins no, the Marlins hate the Braves. Yeah. Like, that front office hates the Braves front office, and the players on the field hate the Braves players. Yes. For what, I have no idea. I, I because they keep hitting Ronald Acuna. I guess that's why. But, I mean, who fucking cares? Uh, uh, he, he likes to – get the ball out over the plate and you're trying to jam inside of course you're gonna hit him a bunch that's how fucking physics works bitch i feel like at least two there's of- that one asshole that hits him Urania. on purpose yeah urania is a piece of shit uh but the other guys i think it's but you know it does add up he gets hit a lot also he deserves to be mad just for the sheer fact that they can't put the ball in like over the fucking plate at all yeah right yeah like you deserve to be mad just for that alone someone doesn't have to hurt you on purpose for you to be mad at them for hurting you i suppose that's true yeah um i don't know i don't I don't know if either one of those, Trevor Story or Josh Donaldson, are good deals. I don't know why everybody, like Trevor Story's, uh, he's a mediocre fucking player. I agree. I think the Trevor Story hype is really weird. Yeah. And I don't, I, like, whatever team gets Trevor Story, I gotta think they're gonna come to regret it. A lot of, he, Trevor Story is like a shittier version of Troy Tulowitzki, who was yeah. also kind of overrated. Yeah. I, it's, once, it's, once he went to a different franchise, he got exposed, right? Yeah. Um, he, he what did he play like sixty games total with the Blue Jays before his career was over? Or yeah, some shit? I mean he was just injury injured yeah. as fuck. The whole I don't know. Time. I don't like story. I like Donaldson. I like his fucking attitude and fire. I think yeah. in the playoffs for a young team like that, that would be really good. But yeah. I also think uh, he would be great on a team like the fucking Rays. I mean he would mm-hmm. he would juice all those dudes off real real good. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, he's he's one of those guys that if he's on the opposite team, you probably don't like him. And that's a good person to have in the playoffs. They mm-hmm. win shit. People uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know, Draymond Green, for example, with multiple titles. Right. Or Unless he's kicking LeBron in the dick. Oh, uh, we flicked him <laughs> in the beanbag a little bit from yeah. behind. Reverse cowboy. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. The, the rest of these, uh, Craig Kimbrell, can't believe he hasn't been traded yet. There's got to be some massive bidding war going yes. on for him behind the scenes because the fact that he's still in Chicago coming up to the deadline is baffling to me. Yeah. I mean, well, I think, is, I think the Cubs are just trying to get as much as they fucking can. Of course right? they are. And why but, wouldn't, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, he's the, he's, he might go down as the second best closer of all time, depending on how the rest of his career goes. Yeah. Nobody's going to catch Mariano Rivera no. ever. Uh, but, he might have the best peak all time of any closer. Uh, I mean, yeah, he might. God, I mean, he, years. he had multiple like K rod years. Hey, real quick, uh, before we get in, before we go to the uh, you know, next uh, topic here, let's get into some ads real quick. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season, but playing with MyBookie.com gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.com, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world, whether it's a game day parlay or a long-shot winner. MyBookie's got you covered. Use pregame props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. And not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but the bonuses are insane. They're ridiculous. If you sign up today at MyBookie.com and use our promo code, DRINKINGBROS, uh, if you didn't expect that, it is DRINKINGBROS, you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. That's 1000 bucks in extra cash when you make your first deposit with my bookie using the promo code Drinking Bros, bet anything, anytime, anywhere 
with my bookie. Next up, we've got Ghostbed. We love Ghostbed. You know all about Ghostbed. Ghostbed's the best. They've sponsored with us for five years. They're like our favorite company in the world, and they have the most comfortable mattresses that have ever been made by human beings. I cannot speak for the rest of the galaxy of the universe, you, you know, and you can't make me, but as far as human beings go, most comfortable mattresses you've ever had. They last forever, too. They have a 20-year warranty, uh, 20-year warranty on each mattress, and they're made in the USA, and you can try it out for 101 nights, and if you don't like it, you can send it back. Like, I don't know what else you want from these people. They make incredible mattresses that have cooling technology, so if you're hot at night, that's awesome, too. Like, we live in Texas. It gets hot as balls here. We need the cooling technology. Uh, pretty much everyone at the company, I believe, has a ghost bed mattress right now. Uh, I Like, it's, it's just, it's our favorite thing in the world. There's one in the office. I was literally laying on it earlier today, taking a break, just because I felt like being more comfortable than being in, you know, the office chairs or whatever. Like I, I will lay on a ghost bed all day. Right now, ghost bed is offering a flash sale. That's 40% off ghost bed bundles uh, where you get a mattress and an adjustable base, or you can just get 30% off everything uh, that ghost bed has to offer with the code drinking bros. You just go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Then use the promo code drinking bros, 30% off everything. That's pillows, adjustable base, mattress uh they have uh cooling pillows too that are really awesome i know a lot of the guys when they go to vegas and shit and don't invite me uh they take the cooling pillows with them and stuff uh because hotel pillows suck and vegas is hot as balls so they like the uh like the little basically air-conditioned pillows for lack of a better word it actually felt like weird black magic when i touched my hand to one i did not understand how cool it was uh the adjustable base by the way for what it's worth too has 15 massage modes uh, like it, I, that thing's awesome. You can buy a mattress for like $35 a month and it's zero down, zero financing. You just have to have like non hobo credit. Uh, again, that's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Price is great. Quality is great. Comfort's great. Cooling technology. And again, 40% off a mattress and adjustable base or just 30% off whatever the hell you want, uh, with drinking bros, uh, using the code drinking bros. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. It's like the best mattress in the world. We They advertise with us forever. They are our drinking bros. Basically, they've been in studio before. Uh, we love them. Uh, yeah, just buy a ghost bed. Like, what do you... Stop, stop listening to my voice and go buy a ghost bed. And finally, we have Killcliff. Killcliff CBD is uh, our... Just our favorite CBD product that we have that we've ever, that we that we have around the office or whatever or anything just in general is our favorite CBD product in the world. The Flame and Joe CBD is back in stock at Killcliff.com. Live your life full of flavor. Uh, developed by a U.S. Navy SEAL, Killcliff gives you you know all the benefits you need without sacrificing flavor. Uh, the CBD products are really great. They have a bunch of good flavors. Uh, like I said, the Flame and Joe is back in stock. That's Joe Rogan's drink. Uh, it's like uh, jalapeno, pineapple, you know, spicy pineapple or whatever. We actually like it with uh, tequila a lot. I make a little, uh, I guess you couldn't call it a ranch water per se. We've got like a little margarita with it. Uh, Flamin' Joe's cool. Uh, the Mango Tango uh, is another flavor as well as Orange Crush, the goat. That's the grapest of all time. The Strawberry Days, which is my favorite. It's like a strawberry lemonade. Or you can just get a variety pack. And uh, Killcliff is offering 30% off of the CBD flavors if you use the promo code, believe it or not, Drinking Bros. Just assume it's Drinking Bros for pretty much any promo code. Sometimes it's DB, but for uh, Killcliff, it's Drinking Bros. So go to killcliff.com, use the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 30% off drinks and apparel if you want a t shirt or something. There's actually a pretty good, like, Joe Rogan um, 
Flamin' Joe t-shirt, so you get 30% off that as well. They also have an energy drink called Ignite. It's one of my favorite uh, just, like, uppers in general. It's my favorite energy drink on the market. Um, The Flamin' Joe is in Ignite as well, but it's a great drink. Uh, I like to drink it when I'm hungover especially. It doesn't give you the jitters, and uh, there's no sugar in it, only 20 calories a can. Uh, Plus, it's got B vitamins and electrolytes, and it's naturally flavored, hence the uh, hangover situation. Um, The Flamin' Joe, just as good in the Ignite flavor as it is in the CBD flavor. I love Kill Cliff. We have so many cans of Kill Cliff here, it's outrageous, uh, in the studio. And I usually have at least one or two a day, some combination of Kill Cliff and CBD. Uh, but yeah, Killcliff is offering Drinking Bros an exclusive offer. That's 30% off. Go to killcliff.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. That is K I L L C L I F F.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros and take advantage of this 30% off offer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the Red Sox, White Sox, Phillies, and Padres have all openly expressed interest in him, but every single fucking team that's anywhere near the playoffs wants this guy on their roster. I think. Yes. I think the Braves have a decent shot. I just don't, I don't know if their front office is going to be willing to give up pieces like that unless Ronald Acuna was in the lineup. You know what I mean? I think that changes the way they're going to do shit. Um, I agree. They're, so, four, they're four games out as of the game today. Yeah. I think anybody that's... Um, <clears throat> anybody that's... I, I, I don't know. I, if you're... Kimbrel's also on the last year of a contract. Yeah, if it's on, if it's a, if it's somebody that's on the last year of a contract, what does it really make sense? Unless it's like a sign and trade kind of deal, which you don't really see that in baseball. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. Unless it was something like that, why would the Braves give up any of those farm people? Maybe they pay the rest of his, but they're not just going to take money. Yeah. I mean, they didn't like, give they didn't give up much for for Jock. No, but the Cubs are gonna the Cubs want fucking something for Kimbrel, right? Yes. There's, there's no way. He's the best closer in baseball. There's no fucking way they're not going to get a, a, a good deal on him. I just think if, you, if, if I'm at uh, Atlanta and he said, Kimbrell says, hey, I'll come in immediately and sign a fucking three-year deal, then I'll make that trade and give up to Kyle Wright and whoever else or whatever the fuck they want, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely. But not unless you have that dude locked down for multiple years. Yeah. And he's not right now. So. No. If the White Sox or Padres get him, I, I think that's, that's if the your White new... Sox get him with Hendricks. I mean, what the fuck? That's that's a seven inning ball game for the rest of the season. Yes, that's it's, you're fucking done. Like it, I, the White Sox to me should be even the Padres if they get him with fucking the way Melanson's pitching right now. How the fuck do you handle that? That's interesting. Melanson though has been a setup man before, and a, I think a lot. Yeah, but I'm just saying when I say how you handle that, I mean how does any other team deal with that? Oh shit? yeah 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 yeah. No, I mean that's you're fucked if he. I mean if he goes to the Red Sox or Phillies, I'm not really convinced anything happens with those teams nah. uh but man fuck that jose, is... jose barrios is another guy uh that's on the block and he hasn't i the fact that the yankees haven't given whatever the fuck they own to get this guy on their team yeah. is is incredible to me they need more pitching help than anybody else that's in the market for any pitching help not just today but fucking the next three years man yeah like they the, this is a bona fide number one starter that you can pick off right now Show him New York. Let him have a little success, like an exciting run down the fucking playoff season, and assign him to a long term deal. Uh, may, and maybe he does. He's been scratched for his fucking start tomorrow, so he, somebody's made a deal somewhere. It looks like. They, well, the Twins are definitely looking to sell. What's funny is today, Twins ownership was like, "No, we're definitely not rebuilding." Which I guess if you're sending Nelson Cruz away, I, I can buy that because he's old as shit. 
but but if Donaldson's on the block and Barrios is like, especially Barrios is on the block, mm. uh, you might be fucking you might be fucking rebuilding just yeah. a little bit, which is fine. The people of Minnesota can can handle that. I think that team is in a constant state of rebuild, even when they're good. To be honest, they're like, yeah, they're just like the worst possible version of the Rays and A's. Mm-hmm. Right where they try to. Well, no, that's the, the Pirates. <laughs> but in a well, yeah, the Twins like a plan starts to form with the Twins. Like oh, something's yeah, yeah. in u- utero with yeah, the yeah. Twins. Nothing is ever like even remotely forming. The, with pirates, the pirates definitely don't have a plan. No, um, no, ever. and they are selling again. Well, that's what they do, right? They're yeah. a farm team. They're a farm team. Yes. They're, it's not a Major League Baseball team. No, there's 29 Major League Baseball teams. Yeah. And then uh, there's Pittsburgh. And then we've uh, another guy, Trevor Story, we talked about already. I just don't get the hype, man. I think maybe it's some of it is uh, like a recency bias because he was in the Home Run Derby and the fucking All-Star game was there because I, right. I hadn't heard his name spoken out loud by anybody on any sports network until the fucking All-Star game and Home Run Derby were in Colorado. And now all of a sudden he's a fucking hot guy on the market. No, this guy's he's 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 uh, fine. He is a below average fucking major league baseball player. I think who puts up numbers in Colorado glamour numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's not what's his what's his WRC plus? I'll check it out. But I mean, even then you gotta, you know, do they not adjust for the stadium? Uh, there is park adjustments, I believe. Actually, um, He's got an 84 WRC plus this year. Yeah, 84 like, is below league average. Well below. Yeah. Well below. His career it's, is it's 110. His, his, that 84 is as below uh, uh, average as all-star is above average. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're fucked, dude. I mean, and people are going to give up something to get this guy. Yeah. Well, Maybe, he plays elite defense. He does play really good defense. That's true. And if, you're, if that's all you're looking for out of a shortstop these days, you're already in trouble. Yeah. Be honest. Like if your if your shortstop position is going to be improved by elite defense now without any offense attached to it or mediocre offense, then you're fucked. Probably unless unless you're already like such a good team that all you think you need mm. is a good defender at shortstop. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, he's got 17 stolen bases. I guess like that's something. I mean, the people that are looking into him are the Brewers, Yankees, and White Sox. Don't all those teams have shortstops? Uh, some version of that, yeah. I mean, the White Sox have what Tim Anderson? Uh, White Sox shortstop. Let me check. I I don't think the White Sox really need him. Uh, yeah, they have Tim Anderson, who is an all star. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't get too. I I don't know. Maybe they want him at second base. Uh, maybe Cesar Hernandez plays second for them though. Uh, he's having a. Oh yeah, they just trade for a second baseman, yeah. so they're probably out on story. You would think so, right? Yeah, they're they're probably out on story at this point. Um, I that, mean, he can play third too, though. He's done that in his career before. Yeah, they have Yon Makata yeah, at third. So he's, he's, you're not going to upset that kid's rhythm by bringing another dude in like no, that. No. So they're probably out on story. My guess is story doesn't move unless the Brewers get suckered or the, I guess, Rockies get totally fucked and get nothing in return. Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one's interesting to me. But and, the Yankees have done shit like that before, right? Yeah. I mean, they've got Gliber Torres and Urshela over third. And uh, Lemayu at second, so I don't see where there's room for him in that lineup. But they've done dumb shit before, just random. Like, yeah, like oh, this guy used to be good. Yeah, fucking get him, man. Well, I mean, the Padres added Frazier, and they don't really have room in the infield. They're thinking about putting him in the outfield. Yeah. So and Willie Adamas in Milwaukee too. I don't think he's going anywhere, unless some unless there's something off the radar that's happening here. Yeah. Uh, this one's interesting to me. Anthony Rizzo also was not in the lineup today, mm-hmm. like Chris Bryant. 
I haven't seen a lot of teams attached to him. He isn't having that good of a year, and he's kind of been, I don't want to say like a paper tiger, but like it's been underwhelming since his kind of early years. Uh, he plays exceptional defense, and he's a big-time clubhouse guy. Like he's a leader in the clubhouse, so I yeah. guess that, that counts for something if you're – but you don't want to bring a guy like that this early in his career and just have him be that if you're trying to make a big trade. Well, you know what I mean? He's 31. Yeah, but he's like got years left. He's not he's not in rapid decline. Or no, anything. no. I mean, last year, which obviously take with a grain of salt, one hundred three WRC plus. Right. Uh, didn't get on base a lot this year. Only one fifteen. He hit two twenty two last year. Only hitting two forty eight this year. His WRC plus is one fifteen this year. It's pretty good. It's all right. I mean, it's for uh, him. It's not good. His yeah. average is one thirty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So it's a little sketchy. The Red Sox are in on him. I could see. The one thing I'll say about Rizzo is if you can get him at a discount because of the last two years mm-hmm. and the fact that he is a free agent as well. I think I mean, that's worth a shot, yeah. Yeah, I think that's – I agree. Um, you know, we'll see. And then this one, Kyle Schwarber is currently on the uh, IL. Several teams in on him, including the Yankees, Red Sox, and Blue Jays. Uh, so the Nats are in full sell mode, by the way. Yeah. But you know what's actually fucked up before we get into this? This hasn't been, like, official or anything like that, and he has COVID right now, so people aren't really talking about it. But, like, they've even talked about trading Trey Turner, which seems it's really like your franchise player. Fucking dumb. Yeah, I, like, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do that. No, you keep Turner and Soto in there. Yeah. Like, don't. Unless, I mean, I don't know. What do you get? Turner is 28, so he's just entering his prime right now. And he's. But what would you have to get for that guy? Because his, his numbers, his war and WRC plus are off the charts. If it like, was. He's one of the most valuable players in all of baseball. He will be a top three finish in MVP this year. Yeah. Like, easily. So, I don't know. I guess any, there's no one off the table if the offer is good enough, I guess. But, mm. like, fuck, man. Yeah, that would be, that'd be something. I don't, I don't know if I could see that happening. I think the city would burn the fucking the building down. They got, their, they got their ring. I guess, yeah. You but, know, we can wait, they can wait another decade, I guess, for another one. They got two in, like, two years, not with the Nats, but, you know, they got yeah. the Caps and the Nats back-to-back. Yeah, I don't know. What, what are you going to get out of Schwerber, though? Like, prospect-wise or, or money-wise or... Whatever, because he hasn't even played a game in a month. Yeah. You know? Like, he was on a hot streak before, but there's no... There's nothing to suggest that that's just going to start back up again. Yeah, right? he has... He's having a career year. You don't want to buy high, you buy low. Right. I don't think anybody's going to trade for this dude. Well, do, and do you think it's a little sketchy that he did all of that over the course of, like, three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of his damage was done in a very compact uh, period of time. So, who knows? Let's see. Let's look at his splits. <clears throat> what Schwarber's? Yeah, in May he had two oh six. Or I'm sorry, in April he had two oh six. In May he had two forty five. In June he hit two eighty. Yeah. Uh, and uh With a six, home runs. sixteen of his home runs came in that in that month. So he had seven in uh May, sixteen in June. Which you know who that reminds me of? Remember with the Braves a couple of years ago when Upton came in and hit like fourteen uh, in April? Yeah. And then hit like twelve the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, look, somebody, the Yankees will probably pick him up. First off, I will say this. It's insane he still plays for a National League team. Yeah, why? He's the worst defensive player of all time. The the dude should not touch an outfield. No, no, definitely not. Like, he is a DH. His body is DH. Mm. His everything. He's He's a professional hitter. He's like Matt, whatever the fuck, from Oakland back in the day. and uh, Stairs? Yeah. 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 He needs to... uh, absolutely not see the field 
So I wanted to ask you, what teams, there's a couple teams on here who I'm kind of like eyebrow raised at them buying or selling and a couple that I'm like, yeah, maybe you need to be more aggressive. What teams who haven't done anything or much yet at the deadline do you think need to punch through and do something more? Um, I mean, look, to be honest, I think uh, the Padres could probably use a relief pitcher. I, it's surprising to me that they're prioritizing Scherzer. I would expect that they would be prioritizing Kembrell or somebody else. Yeah. Because that's probably where they need more of the help. But uh, the Giants have been awfully quiet, but maybe they're in on this deal for Bryant, so it's hard to say. If they are, that's a really good move for them. Um, the Braves haven't done anything. No. Considering they've got one of the biggest, uh, like they have, they're, they're in a completely different situation than all of these other teams that have pitching prospects because their pitching prospects all have Major League Baseball experience. And they've all done well at the Major League level over the last two years at some point, right? All of them, Bryce Wilson, Kyle Wright, Waskar Noah, all of them. And then the new kid, yeah. Muller, they've all had success at the big league level, which means not only have they demonstrated that success, but they've got confidence that if you've got a team that you're going to bring them into and immediately put them at a two, three, four spot in the, in the, in the rotation, you can go back to that tape and be like, Hey, here's where you did it. Well, here's where you did it. Well, you there's, there's, it's, it's the, the ability has already been demonstrated at that level. That's different than every other team in major league baseball. And for some reason, I don't know if it's, if they're scared about the Soroka situation, but you can only, there's, you can only have so many starting pitchers on a team, dude. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're, they are pa- after this season, in my opinion, they are past that point where they need to go out and find uh, a, a, a veteran guy and give him fucking $15 million to start for one year. What, put like your, Morton or something? Yeah, like just yeah. put your fucking guys out there and let them pitch. Yeah. These guys are really fucking good. Even Tuki Hussain, who I believe uh, pitched today, uh, or he's pitching tomorrow maybe, uh, has yeah. done really well at the major league level. He's been bounced around from the majors to the minors, bounced around from the bullpen to the fucking rotation. Right. Just let this guy do one thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I think they need to, I mean, obviously I'm a fan of that team, so I think they need to do more. I think they need to take advantage of this situation where they have uh, a, a variety of fucking riches. It doesn't matter if you're going to win this year. Like, get, get fucking, go out and look for people where, that you can trade that aren't necessarily on the block, but like, hey, Waskar Anua, fuck yeah, we'll trade for him, right? And here's a guy that's a major league uh, hitter that you need more than him right now yeah. for the next three years. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're up to over there. We'll see, I guess, in the next couple of days or in the next day and a half. Fuck, man. Call the, well, I guess don't call the Cubs about Brian if he's a free agent. But uh, Well, if, again, if you could... I, Chris Bryant is a guy, in my opinion, who is probably looking to uh, get traded to a team where he signs a, a, an extension immediately. I think that's what he's looking for. He yeah. doesn't want to move twice in two years. He said he's, he's not going to do anything until the season's over because he said he'd like, I'd absolutely re-sign with the, if I get traded, I'd re-sign with the Cubs in the offseason. So. Well, I, that's probably just him trying to leverage. Yeah. Right. He says that and then only the teams that he's interested in, he'll say like, I was just saying that obviously to tell, <laughs> right. so these other assholes don't come after me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's collusion. I. All I want to see, there's two teams I want to see make aggressive moves. Three teams, I'm sorry. Three teams I want to see make aggressive moves. And they are the three teams that I think have to do something. The Rays, who need a goddamn 
who need something more than to make randomly make the World Series once every 15 years. Right. And also, I meant to ask you this, by the way. The Rays being aggressive for the first time, like, basically ever. Is this a little bit of the... Uh, is this a little bit of a Tom Brady effect? Like, between the Lightning and the Bucks winning, do they kind of, are they kind of getting, like, momentum from that city? Or maybe just feeling the pressure, yeah, to be... I mean, look, if they win the World Series this year, I don't, I don't know when the last time a city won all three. But, Boston. Right. They won three of the four. In, what, 07 or 08? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been 08 with the Bruins, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't think... Uh, at some point, you got to go for it, right? You would think. Even, even the most cautious of people, like if you watch an animal in the wild and you see one lion that's being stiller and letting more and more gazelles go by, at some point, they do strike, right? Right. Like, at some point, you got to... Even the Marlins went out uh, before those years they won the World Series and brought in people like Bobby Bonilla and fucking Kevin Brown and then Pudge later on and, and guys like that to actually... Uh, and what Mike Lowell, I guess, came up through their farm system, I think. I think Mike Lowell's one of their guys. Yeah. Well, the second one, the 03 one, was weird because they brought in Pudge, but the rest of that team was homegrown. Yeah, yeah. It was but the first one, Miguel Cabrera. The first one was all Reynolds, right? Yes, it's Gary Sheffield and yeah. Brown and all that. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, I, we'll see. I, I'd like to see Tampa Bay go crazy and fucking do it, but, I mean, they're boring as shit. The yeah. way they play baseball is fucking boring, man. It's not fun to watch so that would fit in with tom brady right right uh at this point know, just yeah. like pure efficiency yeah. and i mean they have other moves too like glasnow has been on the fucking dl or il or whatever the fuck so yeah. he's coming back uh man i'd love to see the rays do it the giants just because i would like to see that team one last kind of hurrah mm-hmm. and then honestly the one team that would be crazy to not kind of cement itself is the white Sox. like this is it because that 05 World Series was a fucking fluke. That was the one, maybe the randomest World Series I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would, it would be interesting to see the White Sox get a little bit more starting pitching. I mean, if they, if they had been in on... Bar- I don't know if Barrios is going to be tough because it's the same division. You know what I mean? Like that's, I don't think they're, they're going to send Barrios to the White Sox. Yeah, that would be... You don't, you don't want to fucking... You don't want to find yourself in a situation where your mistake is just there all the time. That's yeah. why I'm pro-choice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you don't want to look at your mistake in the face every single day because you just grow to resent it, and you don't want to have, yeah. you know, you know, you don't have resentment in your life. It's poison. No. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about here, uh, by the way, that kid that threw 104, that was his debut in AAA. Um, his name is uh, Hunter Green with an E on the end. Um, <clears throat> he's a starting pitcher in AAA. I don't know if he's in the, he's in the Reds organization, so I don't know if he's going to see the majors this year. I don't know why he would. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but he's definitely going to be there next year. You would think. Yeah. God damn. He I just, mean, what else do you want him to do at that he, point? He, he threw a pitch the other night on the, I don't know if it was on the, the fast gun or the slow gun. The fast gun measures the velocity of the ball coming out of your hand. Yeah. And the slow gun measures it crossing the plate. But whatever gun they use, 104.3 miles per hour is pretty goddamn fast. Um, so good luck with that bullshit. Um, that was his 29th pitch of the inning. Perfect. So, obviously, he's probably a big, strong kid. Uh, people don't throw that hard. Man, fuck, that's crazy. Only five pitchers in the major leagues have reached that velocity, uh, 104. Um, and that is Neftali Feliz, Tehran Guerrero, Mauricio Cabrera, and obviously, uh, Araldis Chapman. 
Oh, was, Hicks. Hicks. Didn't or, I'm hit sorry. It? Uh, those the first three have only have done it on a single pitch. Uh, Jordan Hicks and Aurel Chapman have done it multiple times. Okay. Chapman 67 times, Jordan Hicks 12. Good God. So Aurel Chapman's yeah. hot butt, man. Yeah. He threw 70, uh, uh, let's see, where is it? He threw 73 pitches in the game, uh, 47 for strikes. So this guy's throwing 104 and he's locating. Yeah. That's not great. Not Fuck, good for man. you, no. Uh, and then that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the stupid shit in uh, Seattle. Seattle's having one of those years, too. Uh, where they're just outperforming and it has that same feel and, it, and it's of that same model as some of those Oakland teams and some of those Tampa Bay teams. And the most important person in their clubhouse was Kendall Graveman, right? Yeah. right? Right-handed relief pitcher, 4-0 with a .8 ERA. His whip is .697, right? That is what you want out of a reliever right there. He, but he was the clubhouse leader as well, and they fucking traded him. In Seattle, you don't need to have, like, yeah, Seattle had Griffey back in the day. And they had uh, Randy Johnson. But ever since then, they haven't really, other than uh, Felix Rodriguez, what stars have uh, they really had? Beltre. Adrian Beltre, really? Yeah. But he wasn't like, he, don't get me wrong, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't like. Uh, uh, a guy they went out and, and signed a shitty back-end contract with. He, they got the fucking best out of him. You, you know right. what I mean? I actually was really bummed he went to... Yeah, Texas, yeah. <laughs> no, so, I was bummed he went right, to the to, Mariners. To the Mariners, yeah. Yeah, it was a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, it was a complete waste of time for him. But they haven't... That's not how they've put teams together to win. Uh, even that year when Ichiro was there. Their 116-win season. Yeah, and their first-round bounce. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't like they had... Uh, some super team. You know what I mean? That's not yeah. what Seattle is. Seattle, and by the way, Seattle is even the fucking, uh, uh, the Super Bowl that they won was, it was the 12th man that got the credit. It was the defense in the 12th man. It wasn't some superstar. Russell Wilson wasn't respected even after that Super Bowl until he started, he just, until he continued to put up numbers year after year. Right. This city cares about fucking being part of things, right? That's what they care about. Uh, Seattle is a city sucks, by the way. But their sports fans, all of Washington, their sports fans, have been, they're a very good fan base and have been for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, patient when necessary, but excited also when appropriate. And doing this shit, removing a clubhouse leader from a team that's literally in a pennant race, for whatever fucking reason, is one of the dumbest moves I have ever seen. Are they, are they for real, though? I mean, their run differential is minus 58. <laughs> like, should they, like, should they be... Bo- I mean, I guess you could argue, like, yeah, they shouldn't be sending away talent, but, like... Well, it's not I'm about not- the talent, though. It's about the personality that right. you're sending away. Well, I mean, it is you know talent, I mean? though, too. Like, I guess that is a talent. If a team is looking for a guy to come in and solidify their bullpen and be a good influence and shit like that, sure. That's, that's certainly something that you would take into consideration. Um, and... I don't know what the Astros bullpen has done this year, but I imagine it's the same as every year. Pretty solid, right? Yeah. Um, in the same division, you trade that motherfucker that in the same division. He is your clubhouse leader, and now you're going to see him probably six to ten times down the stretch. Yeah. In, by the way, uh, while they're playing each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to see him in person. Yeah. Like the, no, the, I mean, he, he just had to walk to the other club. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah. Oh, you mean like they're playing each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was so traded while they're playing a series against each this other. This is just uh, one of those, it's like, it's like you find yourself in a situation, whatever it happens to be, and you're like, you know what, if I just do this right here, I could probably win. 
but you're like, I'm not doing that because that breaks some fucking, <laughs> that crosses some line that I'm not pre- prepared to cross. This was a line that their organization should not have been prepared to cross, in my opinion. I think that was a really stupid move. And I'm hearing it from all our friends uh, in Seattle that are fucking sports fans. Everybody, Adam Ray fucking texted me this morning about this shit. Like, this is fucking, people are fucking pissed. Really? Yes. That's fascinating. About a fucking relief pitcher. Yeah. That the rest of Major League Baseball couldn't even name. Right. Right? That's, what, that's how important it is for Seattle. This is their best season in a while, yeah. I recall. And that's how they define uh, success in a lot of ways, is like the city of Seattle defines their sports success based on the involvement of the fan base in yeah. the win. And then you take out the, one of the most popular people and the clubhouse leader and put them on a team that you're going to have to watch beat you right. for the rest of the year. Also, that fucking sucks, also man. Also, probably the most, the most uh, loathed team in, in oh, Major yeah. League Baseball yeah, dude. as well. I mean, why do it to him? I guess he's going to get paid and probably win a World Series, so what does he care? <laughs> uh, decent chance. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not bright. I don't think the Mariners should be buyers, but I guess in that sense, like, why not ride the wave? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, unless you're getting a crazy prospect for him, which I don't know what the haul was. I'm not good at, you know, like, figuring out who's a good prospect and not. But uh, unless you're getting something like that, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. Just be like, eh, fuck it. We're having a good year. We're two mm. games out of a wild card spot. Let's see what we can do. Right? Like, but t- punch your lottery ticket. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think you buy. I don't think you buy for sure. But you also don't quit the race when you're still in it. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, that's, that's just weird to me. It's weird. No, that's, that's always infuriating. Maybe it, maybe it works out for him in the end. And I'm not even criticizing the strategy of trading a guy. I'm criticizing the fact that they couldn't read the fucking room, man. I mean, you, if right. you're a part of the Mariners organization, you've got to know what the fuck's going on there with that city and its history. It's just, that's fucking wild to me that they, they pulled that move off. Like, it, it'll have to pay off fucking huge at some point for that deal to have made sense to that fan base. And I don't know if they got enough for that to even be a possibility. What do they, what do they even get in exchange for this guy? Uh, that's what I'm looking for right now. Uh, Mariners player, Mariners players are pissed too. By the way, yeah, they. Uh, so uh, the players heard it from the press asking them, Oof. and they were like, "What the fuck did you just say?" I mean, that was pretty much the reaction. Yeah. Um, let's see who is he traded for. He with Rafael Montero to the Astros for Joe Smith and Abraham Toro. Toro. Uh, so nothing. Joe Smith is a uh, relief pitcher he's with a with a seven fifteen ERA. He's thirty seven years old. Uh, with a minus point four WAR, and Abraham Toro is uh batting two nineteen on the season. Let me look him up just to see if he's a uh, prospect of any kind of any great import. Yeah, so he He's 24 and a half. Yeah, that's not great age-wise. Uh he has put up big numbers in the minors though. God damn, that's a dumb move. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with these people? So, it looks like his career WRC plus in the minors Toro is pretty high, like 130, mm. 140. But um yeah, fuck dude, that's not great. It's not ideal. He does have 8 homers in 37 games. But I don't know. That's not, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that's rough. And even Fangraph says the Astros and Mariners made a weird trade. Mm. 
Not ideal. Nope. Not great. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, I guess. <sighs> fun for the Astros. Fun. That is fun for the Astros. Not fun for the Mariners. So no. much. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. All right. <laughs>